Welcome to Box Lunch. It is Trey Smoke and Be Real, and we're back. Yay! So um, we were talking about this a little bit um, off air, but you know, Pride Weekend in New York City is officially over. Oof! Just wrapped up. I know, and I know we've been kind of building up to this moment since you said you've never been to Pride, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to know, like, how was it for you? Well, um, after going to you know Queens Pride and Brooklyn Pride and seeing a bit and then seeing like the grand finale, I will say that the actual Pride, the actual parade itself was mm-hmm. a million times better than both Queens and Brooklyn. Yes, that is yes. without a doubt <laughs> facts. But Trey did not have a good experience. That's at so all. sad. So basically, this is going to probably be my first and last Pride. No! First and last? Damn, how bad was it? It wasn't, like, that bad for me to be this dramatic, but it just, it hurt my soul. So... Why? The night before, this is on me. A friend of a friend was having a going away party, and I went and just got hammered and, like, woke up hungover on Sunday. I also already wasn't feeling too well, and... It just was like this double combination of just pain and hungover uh-huh. and just being like, fuck this. So, you know, I look at my partner. I'm like, no, we're not going. Oh, come on. <laughs> I immediately was hell. like, I am out. <laughs> she argues me down. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I didn't stop arguing her down. I won. I won the first nah, part. I won on, the battle. I didn't win the war eventually like we started watching the beginning of the parade on tv because they air it on tv yeah, so we were watching it and i was like feeling bad and shit yeah, as like, you should i would have been i, I would have made you feel bad the whole rest of the day she didn't say it. she wasn't in the room she like left the room and i was like damn i feel bad like i gotta do this so she comes back in the room and i'm like all right let's go to pride yeah because you can't be in like a same-sex relationship already in the city and then just not go to Pride. Like, very true, very true. Everyone is at Pride. Literally, <laughs> everyone in the whole yeah, tri-state that's why Pride. I felt bad. I'm, like, looking at all these people on TV, and I'm yeah. like, all right, everyone made it out, and I'm just, like, half hungover yeah. in bed watching them on TV, right. and I'm I'm 40 minutes away, less, probably. Nah, we, I would have had to drag you, or I would have left you. Yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, I gave her the out, like, three times. I was like, y'all, you know, you can slide out, like, I'll chill. Whatever, either way. Did she have anyone to go with her now? Because that makes a difference, too. I mean, no, she had friends that were going. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but, of course, like, you know, would rather go together. Right. So, I you know eventually caved in or you know, yeah caved in and just was like all right let's go so you know we go blah 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 we get there as soon as we step like the actual train ride was kind of lit like we had to take two two trains so like the last train going to like west fourth because we got off at west fourth instead of 14th union which is now i feel like my biggest regret and i feel like it would have been a big difference it i think i'm just tired of west fourth that whole area now Mm -hmm. like i'm i'm just i'm always out there so like that threw me off but um the train ride was pretty lit so we get on um forget which train whatever and it's like the train where most people are going to pride versus like the one coming from queens just we're just people and um the car we get in has like this group of people that are like they playing music on a speaker and they're playing Chun Li, mm-hmm. and it was just mad lit. Like it got me excited. Yeah, I was just like, all right, I can do this. 
So I'm still, you know, I'm still kind of drunk from the night before, too. Like, I'm not just hungover. I'm still drunk. Mm -hmm. So we get there. Immediately step outside. It is blinding hot when you step out on West 4th. Yes. Because right outside, it's just that sun in the street. It wasn't, like, it was excruciatingly hot for me. I was like, oh, shit. And then the barricade system threw me off. Like, that shit. All the people. Immediately was just like, no. Fuck this. But I still made it. I still made it. I actually, like, we actually went to the actual parade route but Mm -hmm. the block that we this is what i mean like we should have got off at 14th because we would have more space to walk probably at that point but the block that we ended up settling on to actually see the parade was so packed out and it was an awkward shaped block so we couldn't get any space so i we both immediately got annoyed and just was like fuck the parade but like we know we stayed out there huh what time did y'all get there we got there about I mean, again, we I wasted a lot of time with my bullshit, so it was probably about two thirty. Oh wow! I mean, that probably goes on for that long. Yeah, but you missed all the good shit by two thirty. I sold it on TV. It's literally not the same. Like, the I didn't pride miss it. Is, pride is an experience. Dude. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Like, I feel like everyone in the tri state should at least experience it once, just because it's it's so much like good energy and love like I, I hate like you know the whole energy and the vibe and shit but it yeah. really is like great energy and like pure love and just fun out there like no one well I was in a big group of people mm-hmm. so we all had like a pretty good time and we all got there drunk we pre-gamed at the house <laughs> for breakfast <Respect laughs> we pre-gamed for breakfast and we had went out last night too so um we were super super drunk and like we got there I want to say around 12-ish mm-hmm. and by the time we got there we picking you up oh, damn. when we got there it was around still getting it motherfuck it's cause you got that text keep it there right? <laughs> keep it there for now but um yeah we got off at like 59th so around like the end of the parade and we seen we seen all the good shit it does go on for super fucking long mm-hmm. but we seen like the main shit like the uh, you know the broad city float which was I freaked out at the Alexander Wayne nice. float which was low key like my favorite just style wise it's a sleek it, everyone was in all black but mm-hmm. in silver but it was still like cool like I don't know they had the the most stylish float to me okay um, I and, like this yeah it was good it was good the, the RuPaul Drag Race float it was it was a good time Right. I enjoyed it. It's probably not my first and last. I think yeah, I might go next year. More. I'll give it another shot and, yeah. you know, get my life together yeah. around 24 hours before. But yeah. either I mean, way, I did stay out there, though. Like, we left the route, the parade route itself, and, like, went and, like, got a drink at a bar right yeah, close by and then yeah. walked to, like, Washington Square Park. Yeah. And then before I left, um, I got, like, a Coco Jalado, so we still were actually watching the end of the parade as I was getting my Coco Halado and then we bounced. So okay. I was out there for like maybe a few hours. Yeah, like three yeah. hours. Okay. So, you know, yeah. I got to like experience some of the atmosphere, but a lot of it was the like annoying section of the atmosphere because mm-hmm. it was people that were leaving the parade route and like not really the fun side of it of everybody having fun, but like people like going to get food and like lines were just crazy long oh, yeah. and yeah, we kind of to touristy. It was, it was a bit long, but I snagged this 
I had to do one of those things where like you lay out on all the seats to snag a table. <laughs> so like I did that at Chipotle. We we calmed down a bit at Chipotle. We got more nutcrackers. We went to the pier. I think this is what made it like really popping and shit. Cause we went to the pier, and that's where everyone kind of like goes to to hang out afterwards, mm-hmm. especially the niggas like <laughs> mad niggas at the pier just chilling this was a good, i didn't go to last year um i was actually on vacation last year but this was it was one to remember it was yeah it's yeah. one of my favorites out of the Word. three times that i went in total this is definitely my favorite wow yeah you met magneto at the last one i know i know, <laughs> I know but something about this one was it just felt different like it felt more free and open like we were just literally making friends with any and everyone like like Ooh. it felt like our group just kept like adding on loki like <laughs> like every hour it would be like two more people adding on to our group and it was all good like everyone was was in good spirits and and having a great time so that helped even though it sucked because we didn't even spend the whole day out like we got in the house by like 10 ish yeah and which is actually pretty early for pride because people were still out um but like my group that was kind of tired by that time so we were like all right let's just go home and it started to kind of rain a little bit so we were like whatever but yeah overall it was a a great weekend Word. yeah i'm glad you had a lot of fun i mean it was a good weekend for me too overall but yeah now that the the first hour and a half of pride just was not into it and then you know, maybe dug a little bit more. Well, see you. Uh, I'll see. see I'll you see. One more, one more time. Yeah. Like, if next year it's like, you know, this is not for you, then, you know. I mean, next know. year is World Pride, so I think that one might be a little bit more fun. World Pride? Yeah, like, I saw that when, uh, when I was watching the broadcast of it. They said that next year was going to be a World Pride. I'm not sure exactly yeah, what that I don't means. Know what that means, but it sounds pretty great. Yeah, no, it, so, it seems okay. a lot more like internationally flavored at the right. very least, so I'm with it. Yeah, that would be cool. But yeah, all for Pride. You know, shout out to everyone that came out to Pride. Hope you guys yeah. had a great time as well. Um, so sad that Pride Month is now over, but still be happy and gay. Word. I mean, are. just be gay every day. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So um, what I really want to talk about, because uh, this kind of like sparked a conversation from me and my friends. Like we were pre-gaming and shit. And um I kind of noticed that, like, we're all somewhat different age groups. Mm-hmm. So, I just kind of wanted to get into it with you, because I know we've spoken, like, off-air. I don't think we spoke about this on-air, but off-air, like, how young we would go, how old we would go. Because that actually does make a big difference. Like, I know, for me, when I'm dating in person or even on the apps, like, I, I kind of look for a specific age range okay yeah well i mean just off the top i think i'm pretty well known for and i've definitely said it on air for dating older women Mm -hmm. and just my interest in older women Mm -hmm. just my thing but what is your age range specifically i'm curious about that my age range is 24 to 29 24 to 20 you're 24 I can't date anyone younger. Than okay, so you I know you'll be 25 at the end of the year. Is it going to go up a year? Yes. Okay, you'll know, yeah, you yes. just yeah, you literally <laughs> just said I can't yeah, date anyone younger than me. No, <laughs> so, so is an exception because my last partner she was a year younger than me. 
Um, so if you're cool, then sure, because she was super cool. But other than that, like, I kind of... So then you do date people younger than exceptions. you. Exceptions. <laughs> she was the exception. Well, I feel like you got to be cool no matter what to date you. No, I mean, yes, yes. But you know how some people, like... Nah, you got to be, like, extra cool as a younger person. Yeah, I feel you. Young people, like, I noticed that they just do they just do young nigga shit. That's true. And it's, it's sometimes it just bothers some. Like, they're just, like... I can't explain it, but it's a different immaturity level to where, like, me, where I'm at now, like, I don't know if I'll be able to handle it. But that's also me, when I date older people, like, I can't date someone too old because I'm still immature. And mm-hmm. I know, I don't want to... Very true, very yeah, true. I don't want to bring that, that onto someone who is getting into that... St- you know stage where they want to like really think about life and shit yeah they're getting past that yeah, like immature like, i don't know what's up right now yeah, stage right and I'm that's still me very well in, in, in <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah i i kind of started noticing that like i'm sticking to a certain thing and in every time like i speak to someone older like even a, like the 30 and up age group like i can and shit but mm-hmm. mentally like i can't even start to take it seriously because i'm just like you're too old you probably like don't want to do a lot of the shit that i would want to do like oh that's not true at all i know it's not from like, i know it's not 100 percent, but the people that like i've engaged with is is usually that it's like okay so mm-hmm what's your um you know where do you see this going immediately like people that i've noticed that yeah i'm looking into like 30 and up like they're straight up like so you trying to get married like (laughs) like what's next what's next next is always like on their mind yeah like i just want to date yeah (laughs) and see if like we even connect them just like a person a person level like yeah just a personal standpoint yeah but they go into it like yo i'm trying to get married in a minimum of three years i'm like whoo that's a lot see i think that's a little bit easier for me because i tend to gravitate more towards well if that damn dog's gonna shut up (laughs) (laughs) i tend to gravitate more towards women that um don't really believe in getting married because i Mm grew up really never believing in getting married my mother doesn't believe in getting married she's actually been proposed to multiple times engaged once but just does not like the idea of being married and i don't either and so i've just kind of sort of naturally like tried to seek out people that have that similar mindset as far as older women go and i don't want to say believe in getting married but they don't have that complex that getting married is a part of a relationship Mm. It's funny that you mentioned that. I, that was also a topic of conversation that we had this week about, like, the idea of marriage and, like, the social construct of it shit. But we can save that for another podcast. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll break that yeah. down. Yes. I'm into it. Yeah. It changed my viewpoints, actually, a lot. Like, 100%. Because like, I was already kind of leaning towards that. But now it's like, huh. Now I'm not like, completely alone in exactly how I'm feeling. But, yeah, we'll save that. Work. All right. Table it. Yeah. Um, but... It is true, though. Like, I absolutely have dated people that are older than me, and they're like, what's next? What's next? What, like, are we going to live together? Yeah. Are we going to, like, just, like, combine bank accounts or some weird yeah. shit like that? Like, are we going to be on the same cell phone bill? Like, 
I don't know. I don't want to do that. Like, that's just not for me. Like, I don't know how to say those things all the time, but, like, that's usually how I feel about it because I'm still relatively young and I date older people just because, like, I just naturally feel feel more on that level. But I, at the same time, I know for a fact, like, not every aspect of me is on those same levels yet. Okay. But younger people, like, I'm also open. Okay, so me being 26 i'm currently dating someone that's you know uh in over 30 and that's no problem like the both of us are cool and i'm not opposed to ever dating someone i used to always say the same thing as you like i would never date someone younger than me and then i had a situation where i was really into someone that was two years younger than me and granted at the time i was still relatively very young okay so well how old were you see that's the thing like it sounds a tiny bit weird i guess because i was 19 and she was 17 17. okay but it was around the time when i was turning 20 she was turning 18 but she was i was also out of high school and she was a senior so that sounds weird it's, it's different yeah, time I, I understand. you know yeah, yeah, understand. yeah these things happen yeah. <laughs> why do you have to ask me specifically <laughs> and i'm keeping this in my bad because no i i get it it's always that weird stigma of like oh when you're out of high school it's like you're still dating high school like that whole thing it was deeper than that but you know whatever not getting into specific yeah. specifics i'm hot now <laughs> My bad. Either way. So I'm not cutting this off. Keeping this all the way in. But um yeah, so uh nowadays I've like talked to people and like, you know, maybe had like small situations Mm -hmm. with people that are just a little younger than me. Like now, well, when I was still dating more actively, it was like I had a range of maybe like 24 to like 35 again love older okay. women and i just like kind of have this thing where i do understand that a lot of people that are younger than me are actually hella mature and you're one of those people that have like changed my viewpoint of that like you were we're you know two years apart and like you have always been on all of our level yeah so it's just one of those things where, like, once you start to actually meet people that are younger than you, you get in a, or, you know, fall into certain groups mm-hmm. where you have more people that are younger than you around and, like, you just get to know them in, like, these situations and find out some of them actually are pretty mature. I guess it opens your, your eyes up to the whole thing. But right. Not, yeah, it's... Maybe I'm just speaking out of hopefulness and hope, no, like, more no, older women should, are attracted should. to me. No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> cutting that part out. <laughs> no, no, no. As you should. Like, it's... Like you said, like, it, it all... I guess it all just depends. Because I'm sure, like, you'll meet people like me who seem mature for my age, but then you'll meet, you know, also someone my age that is just still walling mentally like absolutely really immature, so. i know people that are yeah. older than me that are still wilding though right so i guess it all depends but i like to i don't know i'm still taking my chance yeah <laughs> no 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 i mean like i think it wasn't until i turned 25 that i really mm-hmm. started to change my like whole mindset on that oh, really? yeah like and yeah i think about 25 i was still just like eh. that one situation was just like 
that one situation mm-hmm. and it was just an anomaly and I was like not not never going back to that and mm-hmm. it wasn't really until 25 that I was like you know what some of these young 23 year olds are kind of spry and uh they know what they're doing oh, okay <laughs> maybe, maybe once I hit that milestone because I'm low-key having like a midlife crisis so mi- once I hit like that official 25 milestone, did you say midlife well quarter, quarter life, life. <laughs> I'm actually turning 50 guys <laughs> surprise but <laughs> once I hit like so that young. quarter life crisis then maybe I'll change my viewpoints and shit but yeah and the second thing that um just being in relationships what it taught me is my love language like towards the end of my last relationship that's actually when I discovered it oddly enough like when we were already like two and a half years in I'm just like huh you know what's what signs of affection like helps me the most in getting to know my partner and getting closer connected to my partner and um I did quite a few quizzes on the five love languages Mm -hmm. and I discovered a lot about myself like it gave me a breakdown um so I'll say what mine are um and it's basically actually before I say what mine are let me give like a deeper analysis as to what the love languages are oh thank you I was gonna (laughs) I was gonna ask specifically for the listeners my bad I forgot that not everyone knows because I literally just learned this like a few months ago so yeah a love language is basically like how how you best perceive love and best communicate with your partner so it was founded by uh, Dr. Gary Chapman um, and according to him specifically there are five universal ways that all people express and interpret love Um, And he found this out by being, like, a relationship counselor. So, throughout, like, 30 years of listening to people, you know, in their relationships and marriage counseling, um, he kind of was able to do, like, a deep research and breakdown as to how people, you know, feel Mm -hmm. the most. So, there's five different ones. Uh, One is words of affirmation. And those are you know compliments like actual verbal um you know speaking to your partner about things that you love about them or things that they love about you um that one is quality t- oh second one is quality time um and that's you know pretty standard is spending direct time with your partner mm-hmm. and the third one is receiving gifts so you know presents and all that good stuff buying things for your partner uh, fourth is acts of service so literally having your actions speak louder than your words so doing things um, small gestures for your, your partner that you know that they would appreciate and love and fifth is physical touch so okay know, yeah that's pretty self-explanatory yeah so yeah um, I did a few quizzes in my first because it gave me two my first one is quality time and my secondary one is physical touch so Mm -hmm. that kind of makes a lot more sense to me because how I get to know anyone or how I prefer to get to know anyone especially someone that I'm in a relationship with is one-on-one time like I don't like to be in like a lot of groups most of the time like I like to talk to people directly and kind of like get to know them on 
a deeper level one that they can be most comfortable with with one person rather than having like a, a few different opinions from other people um so yeah and second i just like physical touch not too much like pda and some shit mm-hmm. but just like like a hand on the knee or like a quick peck on like the cheek or some shit like that like that helps me um connect to my partner best that's kind of funny that you specifically said that you're not into pda but like your version of physical touch especially in like terms of public Mm -hmm. affection is like a hand on the knee because i was talking to someone Mm -hmm. about how people flirt and um i was saying like you know like you don't have to like overly overly flirt but you know touching someone's back touching someone's knee like that that conveys a message and they were super confused and isn't really they aren't really like i don't want to say they aren't really really too well versed in specific american culture these days but they've spent a lot of time out of the country so it's like a different situation in their eyes so mm-hmm. i was okay. just like saying this is kind of funny that you brought that up but yeah no i 100 percent agree um me personally i also i actually really had not much of a clue about this until you know you brought it up as a topic and i had to look into it mm-hmm. i've only like maybe heard it in passing like mm-hmm. once or twice in my entire life but um mine that i got from the few quizzes that i also did was physical touch out of like i think i did maybe five and i think it was like four out of five were all physical touch Uh. and (laughs) one was words of affirmation Uh, okay so which makes a lot of sense i'm i'm much more of a physical person than than i like give myself credit for because Mm. i do tend to say that i'm not like very affectionate or anything like that but i am i'm like secretly wildly affectionate for no reason just say me too so i understand it's it's a (laughs) that's funny you mentioned that because um i was talking to someone and they i had to kind of break that down to them too i'm like once you first meet me like i'm i don't seem like the affectionate type at all until Mm -hmm. like you date me and then i'm just like very true yeah so it's it's weird like the difference between like me and every day and me and like with a partner because i i thoroughly enjoy you know that physical touch but like with my friends and shit like i'll give a hug here and there but it's like usually you don't have to do all that shit like Mm -hmm. i'm good but yeah yeah it's funny how that works like you can just be like a big ass softy with the person that you're with but then like in general you kind of like super chill and i feel like that's me to like oh, the highest power mm-hmm. like even when I was with like my ex-girlfriend and shit or just any partner like when we would be together like we would always be like super chill like we never did like the too much of PDA like we weren't really all on each other's faces like we when we're out with a group like we look like we're just a part of that group like you would never really really know we're dating until like we do like, like a small physical touch like a touch on the knee or something oh wow Simple like that yeah like we're we were yeah, never that I mean, type that is true because i i have 100 have seen you out at, yeah. not out yeah when we're at parties together and the few times that you've been at a function with your 
former significant significant other Mm -hmm. it definitely was just like a friendlier like you know private kind of vibe which i 100 have been in those exact same situations nowadays i don't give a shit i'm very (laughs) i am pda the hell out all the time (laughs) all the time see i can't do that's probably why yours is physical physical touch Mm because i can't do pda that shit bothers me it makes me uncomfortable (laughs) it's just ooh, i can't like as soon as the doors close and like we get home yes it's a wrap then but other than that ooh, more power to you i just i think it's just i maybe like social anxiety like i don't like people watching me that is true that can be awkward but at the same time i'm a bit of an exhibitionist so mm-hmm. i also don't mind yeah. <laughs> that's yeah that's very interesting so what do you like oh i mean you kind of just well you didn't really explain what you looked for in a partner as far as love languages go but what do you mm-hmm. look for in a partner as far as lo- love languages go i don't i don't know if i even necessarily look for it it's more of like a take note Mm-hmm. Because when even when I was reading articles, like the person who came up with it, he said like a large majority of people don't date someone who matches their love language. Okay, and, like actually that was really true, and I didn't even know it. Like towards when I first started getting into it, when I was in a relationship, I asked my partner, like you know, just think about it. Like, what is your love language? And it didn't match mine at all. I think hers was acts of service. Mm-hmm. which it worked because I'm like a huge giver and doer so like I matched hers it, but sometimes some some sometimes it didn't really match mine like the physical touch and, and shit like some quality time and shit like that yeah like we fit obviously we lasted a long time but we didn't fit so now like as I'm dating and just looking at other people and I kind of put that out there that like hey i like to you know spend a one-on-one time like if we're going out like i would prefer it just be like me and you not me you and like three of your friends Mm -hmm. especially like in the beginning like i'm really big on solidifying like us before our personal relationship our personal personal, relationship like friendship and everything yes yes like i'm really big on solidifying that before mixing other people into it so like it takes a while for me to bring my significant other around like friends and and family mm-hmm. um and like i will because i do want that to cross paths but i i really want to be sure and us like i that foundation is like everything to me and i feel like i can get it the most through quality time through like a direct directly spending time with that person talking to that person understanding who they are as a person Mm -hmm. and who they are in a relationship like i want to know the full the full you yeah the full scope right i want to know the full scope before we like continue on further that's very true yeah actually like it's that seems a little bit similar to my my current partner not the whole like you know meeting friends half but um i feel like you know her her personal love language she may disagree she's gonna listen to this of course (laughs) (laughs) is the like act of acts of service slash quality time Mm. 
dominant personality and that does you know sometimes clash a little bit mm-hmm. so it that that 100 can be like difficult but you know you do have to learn how to maneuver around that and i'm i'm definitely trying my hardest to learn yeah how to maneuver yeah it's important it's really important and for b- vice versa like it's really important to know you know how your partner feels loved the most because you don't ever want you know at some point your partner to feel like neglected because like you guys don't match and then that kind of falls down like another rabbit hole of bullshit so yeah yeah i'm glad that at least you're taking the time to like kind of figure that out and Mm -hmm. and understand hers and she understand yours and things like that yeah that's actually like helping me understand like even my relationships like outside of my relationship just like friendships and family relationships and shit like that so it's definitely been like a learning experience but um how did this podcast flip wasn't the original idea that you were in a relationship and I was single? Yeah, no, I know. I feel like I feel like out the, out the duration that's probably going to keep happening, just because like you no 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 literally too serious. I'm like I feel like I low key feel like that's going to keep happening because I'm trying. Oh, thank you. I try wishing well on my relationship. No, shut up. <laughs> No, because, you know, I tried my best. I'm trying my best to stay single. Fuck you. <laughs> no, Trey's girlfriend, I am so sorry. I don't mean that you guys are going to break up. This she, is just this is just, just for me. She kind of likes you. Don't ruin it. Yes, just, no, just for me. Because, you know, Trey's said that I stay in a relationship. And I low-key do. monogamous over here. I, yeah, I low-key, I, I low-key do. I'm mm-hmm. trying my best to stay single. But things... Always happen, but I'm trying. So maybe throughout the duration, yeah, this may you know, switch at some point. Things will flip flop. Yeah, it happens. It's oh, like, whatever. I'm not wishing bad on anything. I'm sorry. No. I'm just saying. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Speaking for no. the podcast. Either way, um, let's get off of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. It's, it's good to know. It's good to know. You know, your friends love languages. Your partners love languages. All that good shit. No, it is. I mean, yeah, yeah, I think that's someone something that a lot of people should look into more. Yes, like they're just yes, it helps so much. It really does. Hmm. Damn, they're gonna make me take like a hundred quizzes. I'm about to like take like the epic like three hundred and fifty question quiz (sighs) for no reason. I have to buy the book. Yeah, well, yeah, he. I was about to say that like he does have a book. Yeah, gotta buy the book. What's it called? Um, I think I have it pulled up. Hold up. I don't know, but I know his name is Dr. Gary Chapman. Okay, it's called The Five Love Languages, How to Express Heartfelt heartfelt Commitment to Your Mate. Mm. So, if anyone's looking for that, it's probably on Audible or some other Audible, website Amazon. that can give us some money eventually. Yes. <laughs> all that all that good stuff. But yeah, yeah. It's so weird how that sparked. I was having a conversation with um, my homeboy Sterling that came up from uh, DC for Pride, nice. and we were on the train and we were just talking about it. I'm just like, huh? Like, I wonder if everyone knows their love language. Like, it's you'd be surprised how many people have, you know, never heard of it. And once they do, hand. right? But once they do, it's it's interesting. Like, it is. Ask, it definitely ask is. Ask your partner if you have it. Yeah. 
No, I haven't. I haven't because I don't tell her what we're talking about before the episodes oh, in order. She'll listen after to give her weird Hopefully we'll torture. To no, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. It'll be fun. It's always fun to learn new and different things about your partner. Yeah, I'm that girlfriend that will have you taking mad BuzzFeed quizzes. Oh, God. <laughs> like, oh, God. Like, I'm not even lying. Like, I'll go through all that shit. Like, and I'm hey, the girlfriend that'll break up of... with you for making me no. take a BuzzFeed quiz. <laughs> like, hey, have you ever thought about this? And then just kind of, like, send you mad shit. I am definitely that girlfriend. I mean, it's kind of funny that I have changed so much in regards to that because, like, we come from the era of MySpace bulletin quizzes. Oh, yeah. Like, super facts like taking quizzes was my whole and, like 12 ooh. to like 15 yeah. era yeah. so i mean then i did get into the buzzfeed quizzes towards the end of high school but as an adult train taking no quizzes I know. until still, this so i'm still childish like i still love a good buzzfeed quiz <laughs> <laughs> i still have the buzzfeed app i know that they ain't shit they, they ain't take shit. all of our content but mm-hmm. All right. At least you know and you acknowledge no, it. No, no. I know they ain't shit. But yeah. It's I can't. How can you deny trying to take a quiz to find out you know what like wedding dress <laughs> color is best for you? But by speaking what of which, I actually that you eat shit. You just reminded me. I have to do um, a fitting for a wedding that I'm not in, but info. I'm in t- uh, attending a wedding. But I have Ooh. to get fitted for my those are always so fun i love to go to weddings yeah i'm a plus one too so just know i might get real hammered at this wedding as he should i feel like all weddings should have like an open bar if this one doesn't that's fine because i'll probably bring nips (laughs) if you don't have an open bar your wedding is whack i'm sorry true big facts yeah come on i'm also planning a wedding so not mine my sisters oh but i've been planning that since last year when she got engaged so who knows when that's gonna happen baby's coming soon though shout out to the new baby yay yay all i gotta say even though open bar is expensive to put down but if you can afford it please have an open bar for the rest of us (laughs) that want to party and get drunk and i mean that goes right into like the fact that it's still i mean it's the beginning of summer wedding season and shit one yeah if anyone has any weddings coming up, please hit me up. I'm yes. currently getting fitted with the I suit. Be I have it. Wedding. Please hit me up. Yeah. I'm, I'm coming through, and I will 100% do the shoot dance at your party. Yes. I have dresses on deck. I will 100% do the electric slide at your your reception. Like, please, come hire us, actually. We'll yeah. Host, we'll host your wedding. Let's just do that. Yeah. <laughs> we got real especially, cheap rates. Especially for LGBTQ I'll weddings. Work for beers. Hire us for your LGBTQ weddings. I we will turn that shit up. We'll work for beers. Yes. And the opportunity to yeah. dance. So honestly. Ugh, I love wedding season, even though like I don't really understand marriage too much, but I love wedding season. It is a lot of fun. Yeah. You wanna just like crash a wedding this year? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. This summer I'm with the Fuck it. Who's wedding? getting married? That's the point of crashing a wedding. We can go anywhere and crash uh, it. But, I mean, you got to be prepared for it. No, that's what I mean. We'll talk about it. We'll plan okay. it out. We'll go to, like... No, I can't get banned from the Brooklyn Botanical Garden because I got too much at stake. But we can go somewhere in, 100, in Connecticut. What? We'll go to, like, uh, um, Anthony's by by the beach. Yeah, and we'll crash a wedding say, there when they're doing the fireworks yeah, and shit. they always have a fucking wedding at the West Haven Beach. 
that or um i don't i've never been there but like when i was ubering sometime and i picked up people there you ever heard of like the aria mm, it's I like it's like on the back road no it's it's like on the back road from like Naugatuck to oh, oh no. in Cheshire to into Waterbury. Shit is huge. Mm, I have never Shit heard of that. Huge. I definitely mm. want to go in there and crash somebody's wedding one day. Oh fuck it, I'm with it's it. Just because those are like really expensive weddings and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if anyone else is trying to come through and crash a wedding, um, I'm at Trace Smokes. Yes, and I'm underscore B Brooks. <laughs> and. uh we're about to wrap up in a few minutes. There's something I wanted to ask you. Give me one second. Let me think sure. on this. Um, While you are thinking on that, um, I'm just going to spread out some dates and shit to do that's pretty cool for um, the summertime. I know um, Curl Fest is coming up July 20th. All my natural haired people. Whoa, where's um, that? What's that? Where's that? Oh, yeah. I've never heard of this. Yeah, I didn't hear about it till last year until I seen all the pictures and I was so mad at it. Curlfest? Yes, it's called Curlfest. So Curlfest wow. is is a festival for all my natural hair people, whether that's uh, going from hair types fucking 3A to 4C, like mm-hmm. everyone's in the building. Um, it has a lot of, it's going to have a lot of vendors for natural hair products. So it'll definitely be smelling like, you know, shea butter and <laughs> coconut oil <laughs> in Brooklyn that uh, that day and probably that, that whole weekend. Makes so yeah, sense. If, if that's for you, look it up. Curl Fest. I think they have a few tickets left. I'm not sure. I know they sold out really, really fast. But yeah, check it out. I know that will be a blast. Um, in Afropunk, uh, I believe the last weekend in August. Oh yeah, we'll be back be before crazy. that. Yeah, lineup is going to be crazy. Also in Brooklyn, look into that too. Okay, I do remember what I wanted to ask you. Okay, um, cool the one you know let's hit one pop culture note before we head out yeah uh and i think i already know the answer to this have you been watching westworld no no okay i know i'm so sorry i do I you plan on like, catching up i will but i know like the finale was on like i logged into hbo go and i seen like westworld finale and i'm like god damn like i missed mm. this whole season I yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah you did yeah yeah well i will say this much you 100 i mean it will become a i don't know where you left off that left off yeah i was say but if you left off before episode four Mm -hmm. there will be probably two or three difficult episodes to get through including the finale in like some way difficult by difficult i mean you know how westworld can be kind of like a talky show Mm -hmm. where it's just dramatic and talky and weird and timey-wimey and confusing It does get a little bit of that for 100% one episode where it's just like, this was not needed. It kind of feels like that season needed to be eight episodes, but HBO gives you a 10 show order and you've got to take that money. Mm -hmm. So, um, I do want to say there's like two episodes specifically in the season that are written and shot so beautifully and like show you a completely like different world as far not as far as Westworld goes but like as far as like American television goes how it can be told through viewpoints of people that like we that we look down on or like Mm. you know we consider less than in some ways and I don't want to give away too much it's just you know that's it's there's two episodes specifically that you 100% 100% should watch and of course you gotta watch the whole season but the yeah. finale specifically I do want to say this um 
uh, going back to the whole, you know, connection to the podcast, mm-hmm. we ha- have to protect Tessa Thompson at all costs. Like, yeah. Tessa Thompson <laughs> is... She's good. She got a lot of flack for this season and, like... People were given like just Charlotte Hale as a character, yeah, not her not character her as an actress, but Charlotte Hale as a character. A lot of just like shit because it just seemed weird. But I will say that in the finale, it all comes together. And when you do understand it and understand, yeah, when you do understand all of what's been going on that season, Tessa Thompson's acting becomes so much more relevant to the conversation because people saying that Charlotte Hale was just being her behavior was just so strange and off-putting this season all comes together in the finale Mm -hmm. and it's all due to Tessa Thompson's acting so definitely uh understand that this season of Westworld is difficult but as far as supporting an LGBT not confirmed but you know one hundred, not one hundred. You know, let's, 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 let's give her like sixty-five <laughs> percent on the side, and the a definite supporter of the community. And as a black woman, definitely should give her that support and she, finish out the season. Her head was literally the supposed to be like the clit to Janelle in the pink video. Like. I can't <laughs> downplay artistic expression mm-hmm. and visual visualization. She eating that box. It's okay. You know, we talked about it. <laughs> no money is fine. I'm here for it still. Like, I don't know who's tossing fine. who around that house, but someone's getting tossed around oh, the house. Well, Janelle definitely seems like the more dominant one. No, I, we talked. Yeah. I said that Tessa Thompson was tossing her around the house because she got the big Valkyrie guns. Oh. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Actually, maybe. She, but yeah. Speaking of, also, really quickly, I finally watched Pose. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's follow up on last week. You really watch that? What do you think? Good. I loved it. Yeah? It's it's a great Okay, show I think trailer. I... All right. For real, for real. All right, gotta watch like, it. Yeah, it's... This In one, my Fox band. I know, I know. Band, band. This one, it's good. It's good. And I, do you like Ryan Murphy? Um, I don't dislike Ryan. I don't watch the American Horror Stories, but I actually... Like, I did enjoy... Um, the OJ Simpson shit and I love Feud okay so yeah 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 yeah, I'm a fan of him he like he does great work in this show like okay I feel like it's I just hope it doesn't get cancelled because I don't hear too too many people talking about it no it's FXX like they're not gonna cancel a Ryan Murphy show that's that's their bread and butter Uh, he he puts in a lot of great work Evan Peters is a great fucking phenomenal um actor so versatile like Mm -hmm. When I was sitting there, I was talking to my homeboy. I'm like, dude, he could literally play any character and would kill it. Like, he needs more recognition um, as an actor. But then just the rest of the cast, like, it's it's the first, I believe it's, like, one of the first shows where almost every woman in the show, besides, I think, maybe, like, two people, mm-hmm. are actually trans. So the full full cast and that includes at least like 10 people mm-hmm. so it's it's really inspiring that like he could be, even be able to do that like it's it's a beautiful show it's a beautiful story like yeah it's it's something that you should watch word if you have any free time uh, i mean 
I got, I got a little bit. Between shows, I know summertime, so shows. Yeah, are it's been a busy summer for me. Actually, yeah. that's a that's a good note to head out on. I'm definitely gonna check it out. I got a little bit of free time tonight. Actually, I won't have to do much cutting in this episode. <laughs> Hallelujah, holla back. Yay. Just so you guys know, last week's episode, I don't, I haven't listened to it back yet, but um, it was a lot longer than what we put out. Yeah. And a lot had to be cut. So if there was any like irregular cuts, please let me know because I do the editing and yeah. I would much rather have an easy listening experience for everyone overall. But right. definitely had to cut a lot of shit because it went on yeah, forever. And yeah, <laughs> it was it was a lot. But um, yeah, so don't have to do much cutting tonight. Thank you, Pre. Yeah we'll check out pose i don't have much on my hands to do so um, we can keep this one short just because i'm i'm moving this weekend so i'm literally going right back to packing boxes for the rest of the night yeah and i will definitely be around i'll give you a hand but i do want to say that next week we may not be releasing an episode next week unfortunately the fourth of july falls on a wednesday we record wednesday nights and Trey's gonna be out of town turning all the way up sleeping under a very nice cozy pair of breasts so oh I'm just gonna be with boo okay. <laughs> so uh yeah just don't fault us if we don't release or if we release a couple days late and then you get like a double episode in a week but at the end of the day if we if we're not around have a happy happy 4th of July Yay. that is I mean fuck America but get drunk absolutely I mean Fuck our independence, I guess. Like, somebody should probably own us now. (laughs) Somebody should just take control of this. I don't know who. Sweden? Can Sweden come adopt us? Canada? I don't know. I I mean, Sweden, I mean, yeah, Canada just did legalize their weed. You know, Canada, please adopt us. If Canada is listening, anyone, Justin Trudeau, please adopt me at the very least, and then I'll bring the crew along. But, uh, at the end of the day, have a happy and safe 4th of July and 4th of July pre-weekend and post-weekend because, unfortunately, 4th falls on a Wednesday. Yeah. So we got to have a pre and post. But if we don't see you next week, we'll see you the week after that. I am Trey Smokes. And it's Brooks. And good night.